What up? Welcome back to another episode of Expedition Explanation. But first, before we start, our podcast today is sponsored by Miss Murray and Miss Burns. Go check out their stuff. It'll be in the description box below. In this episode of Expedition Explanation, we will talk about the book, To the Edge of the World, and we will have many fun games, interactive moments, and a few random segments. So let's first talk about the book we bring. Let's get started. People don't realize how important explorers are. Explorers found the very land that we live on. For example, Leif Erikson discovered the Americas. There has been speculation on whether Christopher Columbus or Leif Erikson was first to discover the Americas. Exploration of the sea is important because it puts things like knowledge of the stars, which was used to navigate people on the sea to use. There are other people who are important to others because they explored the vast seas. For example, you will hear about explorers and their special professions. Leif Erikson was the son of Eric the Red, founder of the first European settlement on what is now called Greenland. Erikson sailed off course on his return to Greenland and landed on North American continent. He was the first explorer to discover the Americas, which is very important. In the book that my group members were reading, there was a young explorer named Matteo, and he learned throughout life how to deal with all the problems the sea and life threw at him. Orphaned by the plague and penniless, Matteo must find his way in a big world. By chance, he has made a cabin boy on a celebrated voyage of Captain General Ferdinand Magellan. The destination is secret, but the crew whispers that Magellan will be the first to sail east to the Spice Lands by going west, and everyone shall return with untold riches. At sea, Matteo discovers the meaning of friendship, loyalty, and hard work, as well as the delight to first love. But when the ocean rages and brother turns against brother, Matteo and Magellan are in danger and it is not clear if anyone will survive. Have you ever heard the game Marco Polo? Well, now let's introduce our guest, Marco Polo. It's so good to have you on our podcast today. Where and when were you born? 15 September 1254, a Venezia, Italia. September 15, 1254, in Venice, Italy. When did you start traveling? Ho iniziato a viaggiare per il mondo quando avevo 17 anni. I started traveling around the world when I was 17 years old. So one of your most famous expedition was when you went to China. So how long did that expedition take you to get there? La mia spedizione in Cina ha richiesto tre anni e mezzo e ho incontrato molte difficoltà lungo la strada. My expedition to China took three and a half years, and I faced many difficulties along the way. How did you get from Venice to Kashgar, and what challenges did you face? Bene, ho viaggiato lungo la Via della Seta. La Via della Seta è una delle principali rotte commerciali dall'Asia all'Europa che ha aiutato l'economia commerciale a prosperare. Ho affrontato problemi con banditi che ti avrebbero ucciso in qualsiasi momento possibile. Well, I traveled along the Silk Road. The Silk Road is a major trading route from Asia to Europe that helped the trading economy flourish. I faced problems with bandits who would kill you at any moment that they could. What did you take back to Venice? Ho portato le spezie più squisite che c'erano nel mio tempo. I brought back the most exquisite spices there were in my time. Are there any documents or chronicles about your voyages? 
di Crosticello e io abbiamo scritto un libro intitolato The Travels of Marco Polo. Yes, in fact, Rosticello and I wrote a book called The Travels of Marco Polo. Did you discover anything in China? Sì, ho scoperto che c'erano molti tipi di frutta e pesce. Questa era una parte molto importante della loro cultura e della loro storia recente. Finally, the last question is, who did you work for in China? Ho lavorato per l'imperatore Kublai Khan, un uomo molto stimato che era intelligente in tutti i campi relativi al lavoro in cui si era allenato. I work for Emperor Kublai Khan, a very well-respected man who is smart in all the work-related fields he trained in. Guess what? Today we'll be playing a game called Guess Explorer. You have to guess which story is theirs. Let's begin. This explorer is a Spanish explorer in the 16th century. The explorer arrived in the West Indies from 1496 to 1542, and the explorer went to the West Indies because he wanted to make a fortune in the Central American slave trade. Also, he supplied ships for Francisco Pizarro's southward expedition and ended up accompanying Francisco Pizarro in his conquest of Peru in 1532. He wanted to seek greater glory and riches, so he embarked on a major expedition in 1538 to conquer Florida for the Spanish crown. This explorer founded the Mississippi River. The options are James Cook, Hernando de Soto, Vasco da Gama, Leif Erikson, and Americo Vespucci. Do you know the answer? The answer is Hernando de Soto. On to the next explorer. This explorer sailed to Norway, where King Olaf first converted him to Christianity, then sailed off course to the North American continent, where he explored a region called Vinland. He sailed back to Greenland and never returned to North American shores. He is what people believe to the first European to reach North America, the North American conti continent for nearly four centuries before Christopher Columbus arrived in 1492. The options are James Cook, Vasco da Gama, Leif Erikson, and Americo Vespucci. The answer is Leif Erikson. Settle down now. I know you guys want to talk about some history and all that boring stuff. Well, but let's, let's squeeze a little comedy in. Excuse all me. All right, if you like to laugh, then you're going to love this segment. This is a little something called pioneer puns. How did Columbus avoid scaring vitamin C? Why did it take Columbus so long to say the alphabet? He spent months at sea. Why couldn't anyone play cards on the voyage to the Americas? Columbus was standing on the deck. Why did the map always get into trouble with Christopher Columbus? He had a bad latitude. Which football team does Christopher Columbus like the least? The Vikings, because they always beat him. There are many powerful mythical creatures, and people don't really know which one is stronger. But my friend Ela and I have two extremely strong monsters to present to you. First up is a Leviathan. But I think that my creature is better. Give it up for the Sandy Conqueron. Eli, you're up first. What is your creature known for, and why did you choose to make it fight against the almighty Sandy Conocron? A Leviathan is a giant sea creature. It can be real, like a whale, or mythical. The Leviathan could easily beat the Sandy Conocron. All they would have to do is take one swing of the tail, and then this is all over. Well, the Sandy Conocron is also a super strong sea creature. A mythical creature that will destroy anything in its path, including a little sea snake. The Leviathan has no chance of winning against the Sandy Conocron. Well, actually, 
the Leviathan is about two times stronger than the Sandeep Kanakaran, and it lives in water, so your Sandeep Kanakaran has no chance in the water or even the Atlantic Ocean. Well, actually, the Sandeep Kanakaran, my creature, is bigger in mass and will destroy a little sea snake that gets with at the beach. I mean, if you thought that would happen, you're wrong. It's probably called Sandy because it's so deep into a book. At least if I read, I'll have better attacks because I'll gain helpful strategies from the game books that I've read. In conclusion, I'll destroy you. You're trash. Hey, how many burgers have you eaten because you're throwing all your trash into the ocean and it's killing my family and friends? I'm also surprised all the trash coming out of your mouth hasn't caused global warming to increase. Well, you're not making any sense. I think those kids at the beach bang their head too hard. You may need to see a doctor or everyone because you're a fatty. Hey, people can at least pronounce my name right. Hey, at least I can swim right. What type of sea snake can't swim? You're meant to swim. Bro, doofenshmirtz could beat you. Okay, chill. But you can't talk and so you can actually beat an ant in the fight. Be quiet. It's too much. We can't take it. Okay, okay. I guess that's all we have for today. See you next time. Remember to check out our next episode on Spotify and check out our merch in the description box below. What was that?